0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in our team. Do you believe? My name's Eddie Law, my co-host as always is former Arizona Wildcats corner number five in your programs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Shaq Richardson. Shaq uh 5 in a row man. <laughs> 5 yeah. in a row. <laughs> it, it is it is some rough rough watch man. What do you what do you think right now?
1: Oh yeah, it's a lot of a lot of bad football. Honestly, you know, we can't stop the run. I mean, I mean, I, I watch I watch our guys, you know, just because it's my school and everything. But I, I I like watching good football, and we haven't been playing a lot of good football lately. I'm most upset about how we don't stop the run for nothing. Like, oh my god, I just watch guys getting moved out of their gaps every single play, time and time again. They they run the ball. The other team Oregon, they run the ball off the right tackle, like. Three, four times in a row, it's like, yo, and get a lot of yards. It's
0: frustrating, period really. <laughs> Yeah, fr- frustrating is the best way to put it right now for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, folks, if you enjoy the show, please help us out by hitting that subscribe button on your favorite podcast outlet, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, and TuneIn. Leave us a rating, we'd be so kind. You could also find us at believe.com. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's funny because we were, we were texting back and forth during the game, and you were telling me like that number 90 keeps moving out of his gap over oh, and over again. Man. And so I would rewind. The video and you were spot on, dude. Would not stay in his spot
1: for any reason. Right, right. You're jumping out your gaps. When you jump out your gap, everybody has responsibility in the run fit. So when you jump out your gap, nobody else is there. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know if they're coaching the, the guys up enough, or if they just get out there and do what they want to do. But you got to be gap sound to to play defense, and we are not that. I think uh, a lot of a lot of the announcers saying we need some better players in. I'm not even mad at them right about now. Because you can only oh. do so much as a coach. They can't just run the same play over and over. And then, like, there's nothing you can do. Unless take the kid out or take, you feel me, somebody out. But if you don't got nobody better, then what you gonna do?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. At the near the end of the game, I mean, throughout the game, but near the end of the game, they were heavy on it. They just need better players. And they were even yeah. naming off states to go to. They were like, they, doing... <laughs> they need to like, win Arizona. They got to go to Texas. They got to go to Florida. I'm just yeah. Like, Dude. Like we get it, they need better players.
1: Cool, <laughs> we, I get we, it. We, yeah, we schemed up a couple good plays where they were open. Like I, have seen a couple plays, and I, I honestly I like the, uh, the different style of offenses that we came out with with Ganelle and then Tate. We had two different game plans, mm-hmm. and both were uh, I think both were being executed, but we uh we just couldn't score the football, you know. And I mean that's testament to Oregon's defense and their coaching staff and their, and their players, but um. Like, I don't know, but maybe we need to get some more work in the red zone or on third down and, and be more, like, you know, uh, focused or pay attention to more detail as far as third down specifically. First and second down, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but third down and manageable, third and long, we got to have, like, our kids got to be confident that oh, we've been here before. We, we ran this play on this down the distance, you know, or we've been in the red zone. We know how to run these certain routes and, like, stuff like that. But, we couldn't score the ball at all. It was six two field goals. Quarterback play. I mean. No, it was it was weak. It, it was weak
0: overall, must be real. Okay, so we're talking yeah. about the quarterback. We started off with Grant Gannell, and he comes out. I think he went four for six. Um obviously no touchdowns. No one scored a touchdown today or last night at all. all, right, all right. But uh but uh, Grant went I think he went four of six and then got taken out. Calyote take came in for most of the rest of the game, and then Grant Gannell comes in with ten minutes left in the in the game, but at that point it was decided.
1: So I mean, yeah. what does
0: that do? do you, I mean, what do you think that does, for, or what does that do for, for for a player's confidence to get taken out after three series?
1: Well, I don't like that. Um, personally, I don't like that. They uh they started they started Ganel, which I think was the right thing to do. Uh, he didn't get any points, but it's not like he was turning the ball over. It's not like he was having you know a lot of mistakes. It was more like a a, a offensive problem than a quarterback problem. Because when you change the quarterback, you start running some different plays. But you still don't get any points you know it's the it's the offensive operation more so than the quarterback so if you're gonna i feel like if you're gonna uh do a quarterback switch like um you know three series for Ganell nothing's happening let's put Tate in and see if he can get you know some some action going he gets some field goals then i I would have went back to Ganell you know maybe three series with Ganell three series with Tate then three series back with Ganell. But when you take Tate out just like that, it makes it seem like, all right, it's Tate's fault. You know, or right, it's, it's Ganell's fault that we're mm-hmm. not scoring. And now I don't know what's going to happen with him mentally, but I would have liked to see him get back in when the game is still somewhat competitive instead of just, you know, giving up on him and putting him in when we're losing. Like, we've already had uh this this many amount of weeks, 10 weeks. with We've already had, so nine weeks before last week, we've already had nine weeks of uh, Tate. And we've seen what he can do. We've seen what he is, and where his limitations are, where his strengths are. So just because you didn't start him, you think that when he bring him back in, that you're gonna have what what he's gonna do. He's gonna do what he's been doing. You know, he's gonna have some explosive plays. He's gonna have some mistakes, take some sacks, and like it's gonna that's what that's what it's gonna be. But Ganell has shown to do some good things. So if he starts slow, I say you know keep keep riding with him and help him grow through this situation. Then just take him out, you know?
0: Dude, there was a point during the uh, – and I think we talked about it. We laughed about it. Uh, the announcer said that Tate is a pro at taking sacks. Like, oh, man. <laughs> that, I mean, first of all, I, I laugh because he's not wrong, but you – know We were just like, talking about it. We were just talking about that. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, he he just holds on to the ball too long, man. Like,
1: yeah. get he did a little bit it. better. He, he did a little bit better uh, last week or, or this last game. Mm-hmm. Just like, i seen a couple times where he just – pulled it down, just ran. Even if he get four or five, like, that's better than taking a sack and that's better than holding on to the ball mm-hmm. and not getting anything. I think this game, he he did a – I don't know how many sacks he took, but he did a little bit better as far as just when, it, when it's collapsing, just go ahead and run, you know. You go ahead and go. But, of course, I mean, David Taylor, of course, played great.
0: Oh, J.J. Taylor was a monster. I mean, his numbers don't explode off the page, right? There's 17 carries, 74 yards, but he did have six receptions for 55. So, I mean, that's – that's overall, oh, yeah. it's a big game for him. Like, we, I think we were talking about that. Like, the dude – like, if you just had a couple more of J.J. Taylors, on yeah. defense especially. I mean, Tony Fields could be that kind of guy. Like, he plays really, really hard. Right. He, you know, he's, he's he's passionate and everything. But J.J. was just all over the place, and you could tell Oregon was kind of like, It's almost like like in basketball, if you shut everybody else down and, for example, let Kobe shoot, right, Mm -hmm. Like you'll have a better chance of winning. I mean, obviously, Kobe Bryant's Kobe Bryant, Uh, but but if you Uh shut down the other four guys on the court and you just force this one guy to go off, more than likely you slow their offense down. And and, and in this case, it definitely worked. We
1: only got six points. Yeah, you know, some some people can't compete and some people cannot. And he's one of those guys that's very competitive. It doesn't matter who he's playing. He's going to... He's gonna play hard, and his playing hard is is gonna be a uh, uh, a lot to deal with with any team, you know. If it's Alabama, if it's LSU, anybody that he plays, he's gonna be competitive. You can tell by his yeah. mentality and his, his skill. Really,
0: he just has that kind of just this fiery mentality, like back down from nobody, and at all, all right. it's almost like it's almost 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 always a small guy. He's just five six, man. He's not <laughs> a big dude whatsoever, and. Mm. He comes out
1: like he wants to punch everybody in the mouth, right? Right. Or well, states 185. I don't know. I was, yeah. He kind of, he kind of, I think he would remind me of like, um, what's that player name from the, the Bears, the running back? Oh, uh, um, Cohen? Yeah, like, like a Tari- Tariq Cohen type of player, you know? Yeah. Fast. Yeah, quick, Cohen. And catch, and catch the ball out the backfield, you know?
0: Oh, they'll be looking at him in the league later in, yeah. you know, this next year. They'll be looking at him for that kind of uh, production, yeah.
1: Right. I'm hoping they don't ignore him just because, you know, playing on a, a team with a five-game losing streak, that hurts a lot of players. I don't even know.
0: Right, right. I mean, you know, if you get, as long as I think, I think as long as he gets a combine uh, invite, mm-hmm. he'll be solid. Yeah. All right. So, what are you thinking here as, as far as like the coaching goes? Like we were talking about putting guys in, taking guys out. I, another side of it is is Kevin Sumlin losing his mind as defensive coaches, rightly so, but losing his mind yeah. at his defensive coaches for most of the game. I mean, it's it's late in the season. We got a couple games left, and unfortunately, this one was against you know a powerhouse number six Oregon Ducks team that is talked about. Like right now it's currently talked about is it, it, is like the first one of the first teams out of that of that playoff spot. So what they're do you going think as far the as the...
1: they're going to be in the playoff? You, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, if they if they went out, then they're going to be in the playoffs, especially with Tua being hurt. Because everybody's just saying that because they want to play Alabama in so bad. Mm-hmm. But the, the losses that Alabama has and their quarterback getting hurt, they need to take that into consideration as far as the rankings is concerned. Because injuries are part of you know a team and and how good they are. You know. If if a player gets hurt, then that makes their team not as good as they were before he got hurt, and that's their best quarterback clearly. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, after this, if Oregon wins out, then they'll be in the uh, in the playoffs. Hopefully, we get some representation in there. But as far as our coaches, man, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're, they're doing their jobs and everything, trying their trying their best uh, with what they have. Um. So, I I I, I wouldn't have necessarily um went away from Ganel so fast, but on defense, I don't think you can really do much about people, you know, well right. you, should, you shouldn't you should really, you shouldn't give up like blown coverage, we had we had a few blown coverages last week, so that hurt. so I mean if, if you want to say something about the coaches if, after coming off a bye week, you should be prepared for like everything that that, you know, that they have, everything that the offense has especially when they're playing and you're not playing so the kids should have been prepared, I don't know if they take it serious enough, if they're incapable of, you know, preparing if they're being taught how to be prepared. You know, it, it's a lot of things that go into success and being unsuccessful. Really got football is a team sport, so you got to have people on the same pages. And we clearly aren't on the same page on defense. We can't stop the run. Oh my god, that's so annoying to me, dude. just I, I used to like when I when I'm watching them play and I watch them run the ball it's like the safeties are coming up to make all these hard tackles. Like when I'm when I play safety, I hate making that type of tackle. Like, stop this dude before he gets to me. That's your job. Mm-hmm. Stop the running back before he gets up to me. I'm ten yards back. Like, the the runner shouldn't be up here with nobody touching them. So I can't even be mad at the secondary. It's really and it's hard to even be mad at the the linebackers because I really see, I really see the D linemen not in their gaps. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's frustrating
0: Yeah, I mean, their their running game was pretty solid 14 carries, 71 yards from Travis Dye CJ Verdell gets 11 for 49 And then, I mean, their passing game was pretty, pretty spread out Pretty solid um, Just overall, just a bad game defensively Now, I don't know if it was you I just remember this right now When you were talking about As far as, like, the talent goes and all that And the coaching I don't know if it was you that tweeted out that video of uh, um, Oh, man, prime time
1: Oh, oh yeah yeah that was me that was you, yes, yeah so, yes. so
0: he says he says coaches haven't changed Player, no no, sorry, sorry players haven't changed players, coaches yeah. have changed what would you yeah. think when you saw that
1: uh that that makes a lot of sense because you know from the other thing that i heard about you know the like the um student athlete uh like protection and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. how they could complain to like the athlete directors and you know people like that like sometimes Sometimes these players have to be told the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if a man is getting moved out of his gap, he needs to understand what's going on. If he, if you just let him just keep getting moved out of his gap, there's not going to be no improvement. Yeah, I, I like that video a lot because we can't. We used to, you know, get punished for stuff like that. Like not not get punished, but like you're you got to be responsible. You gotta you know have some uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You gotta have some accountability. You know, right? Like if you don't hold people accountable, then How are they going to grow and get better and and fix their mistakes? Like that's like when I think about watching the game, like I can't say the coaches aren't telling the kids to stay in the gap. Like I can't imagine that the coach doesn't know that this kid is supposed to be in his gap. They have to know that, you know? So like what's going on, like what's going on to where the kid's not in this gap? Because I know the coaches are telling the the players to stay in the gaps. So why aren't they staying the gaps is a deeper question. I'm not there to find out, but. I don't know, man. I know we got to toughen up. We got a couple tough players, but we need tough players up front. We're small up front. I remember I told you football starts up front, so it's really hard yeah. to win when you can't stop the run or run the ball or get a first down. Football is about first down and stopping the run.
0: Yeah, you were talking about during the game, you were telling me, like, why are the DBs having to make all the tackles? And And, and you're right. The front isn't stopping anybody.
1: And that's a, that's, that's I, I can see why I see I, I remember you saying some players were getting on some other players. Mm-hmm. I would I like I like up. I'm I, I'm an active player, professional football player right now. When I see my linebackers and my D linemen like five yards down the field, like back where I'm where I'm at, I'm getting on them. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, get your ass up there! Like we don't need you back here. We need you up there. Like you're back here with me. I don't need you back here with me. I need you up there. And David, like, oh, I'm getting double team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, know the double team. I need you to stop the run so I don't have to stop the run because that's not my job. My job is to stop the pass. I'll play DB. My job is to stop the pass. You guys' job is stop the run. So uh, you need that type of accountability from the players as well. And I think we got that out of fields this week. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll make a difference, but I know that's the right type of energy to not call people out on their bullshit, but you got to hold them accountable, you know?
0: All right, kind of bit of these huge it's huge in like team sports. I mean it's, it's it's one of the biggest things out there. So all right. So we got another another ranked opponent, another big game, another team that could possibly, if they went out, be in the conversation for a playoff spot in the Utah Utes, number seven in the country. Um and this is another one of those powerhouse teams, man. It's just it's 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 already looking like a rough game. I think at this point I'm I'm looking more for like improvement from from, from you know both sides of the ball for Arizona.
1: So, what are you thinking on this game? Uh, I'm thinking that the players need. I need. I, I, I'm not saying I, I don't even care if we win or lose. I mm-hmm. just want to see some com- competition from right. some players. You know, I need to see some players being competitive, even though if it's not a team effort, because you know some people are incapable of competing on this level. It is what it is. But uh, I need the people that can step up to step up and make some big plays. They need to take it on, upon themselves to make big plays and try to change the game as best they can You're playing a, a big team though. So, you know, the operation is probably going to be pretty good, but I want to see some, uh, some competition. That's it.
0: Okay, absolutely. All right. So again, two, two games left, uh, number seven, Utah and then Arizona state on uh, November 30th, uh, last game of the regular season. We're on the edge of, I think, I, I'm, I wanna, I'm thinking we're on the edge of uh, uh bowl eligibility as far as like this goes. I'm not sure how many games you need to have one. I can't remember off the top of my head. I
1: think it's but two. Uh, it's what? I think it's two six games. I think it's the number.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Like we kind of need to win out, pretty much, to be <laughs> more eligible. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm all over the Arizona State game. Let's, let's, you know, that's that's a that's a fight. No matter <laughs> no matter what the records are, but that that's Utah all we game, have. That's Yeah, all
1: we have at this point.
0: Right. With the state title, the state title on the line at this point, because we already beat NAU. Uh, yeah. We barely yeah. count them. We just need to beat Arizona State, take the state title home, and at least have some momentum going into next season.
1: So Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see the players that's going to be standing out. You know, yep. I, support, I support all the players on the team. So I want to see some of the talented players that can have a career playing football. I want to see them maximize their efforts and maximize their opportunities by uh, being put in the right positions to be successful and them succeeding. It really, really a lot depends on being put in the right situation. Like um, let's just say, uh, for example, it's off topic, but on topic, Mm -hmm. but off topic, for example, you see a player like Marcus Peters, who was with the Rams, you know, Mm -hmm. getting scored on, not playing well, whatever they're acting to do, he couldn't do it. Not that he couldn't do it, but he wasn't doing it as well as he can do it. Mm -hmm. He goes to the Ravens, pick six couple games later, pick six, you know, he's making plays. Like, whatever they're asking him to do, he's doing good at that. What 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 the other team is asking him to do, he wasn't doing good with that. So, the scheme, you got to put players in position to be successful, you know. Like uh like with Tate, how we want to run the ball more with Tate. Mm-hmm. That's putting him in position to be successful. But we got away from that. Like, I feel like once we got down a few points and we need to pass more, that's when you want to put Goodnell back in because that's what he's going to do. He's going to pass the ball, move the chains, you know, do stuff like that. If you want to grind it out and have a run, run, run offense with a run-stopping defense, where the, the the clock is slower, then you can go with tape, you know. But like, uh, we we just got to put our kids in position to be successful because I want to see them succeed.
0: That's the name of the game, and we 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 just want some success and improvement constantly. And so um, they got to they got to the show us something against the youths and then uh, they got to bring their everything they got for Arizona State. There is no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Like you have gotta bring it.
1: Is uh, a game. Is a game. Is a game in uh
0: in Tucson or it's you... it's in Tempe this year. I'm actually getting, mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually trying to go. So.
1: Oh yeah, you should go, man. Those fans are crazy though.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I I actually went to uh to I think all four years of college I went to I went to that game whether it was mm-hmm. in Tempe or in Tucson and mm-hmm. it was it's always wild, always, always no yeah. matter what. So should be pretty yeah,
1: good. That, that'll be exciting. This game would be exciting too. I mean, hopefully it's exciting. I want to see who they come out with starting because oh my god so indecisive you know like Mm -hmm. decide 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 at the quarterback position decide at the quarterback i want a decision this week at the quarterback position win or lose because we're not winning so either quarterback i don't want to say that we're going to lose but either quarter quarterback that's in you know we don't necessarily have the team to compete with the top teams in the nation right now Mm -hmm. so any quarterback that we have is not going to score 100 points we just have to be consistent and make the plays that are given to us, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not asking nobody to go out there and score 100 points because neither of the quarterbacks can do that. But we still need to have some type of, you know, some type of something to look forward to. Right, you
0: know I exactly. Mean?
1: Yeah, man, look, if they thought that, uh,
0: that that homecoming game was light on the crowd, man, like, you know, people aren't going to show up to the game for, you know, for this kind of play. It's going to be no,
1: kind of real. Yeah. Especially with the indecision.
0: Exactly. All right, man. That's going to do it for us today. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast outlet. You can follow Shaq. Shaq, what's your social media?
1: Uh, my Twitter is uh, D-R-4-R-I-C-H-H, dr4rich. 4 Go ahead and follow me up.
0: All right. And I'm on Twitter at elaw32. It's E-L-A-W-3-2. Thank you for believing, folks. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, go Wildcats.